Hello and welcome back to the Gift of the Gap. Episode 66. Let's get straight into it. And I'm going to start off with something that you're not expecting. The Shikari Richardson. I thought we were going a different direction. I know, but I, I just, it's just on my chest and I thought, let me just say it. All right. So Usain Bolt basically was asked to give her a message. If he was to give her a message, what would he say? And basically, he told her to shut up and just train harder. Is basically what he told her. And I think he's correct. I think you're adding a bit of sauce onto what I he know, said. I know, but, you know, that's just how I felt when I heard it. That's just, that's basically what he said, but in nicer terms. Yeah, he said he should talk less and just train harder. Yeah. And I think on the... In response to, I guess, everything that, that she has said. Yeah, in because she, she does be post. doing too much talking. And she'd be coming last place. You know, you can't be doing that much talking and you'll come in last place. I think us Jamaicans, yes. you know. Well, for you Jamaicans, I, I, I see why you guys are angry. Um, I think she should have. She should have just showed up on the... I, I get trash talking as part of the game. But she did take it a little bit personal, like in that tweet about the Jamaicans. So she, and the, the she, coconut. Yeah, the, the coconut, yeah. So, so the the backlash that she was getting, mm-hmm. well, is not is not unwarranted in my opinion. I think sometimes people try conflate and be like, "Oh no, you're just coming after her because she's this or that." Like, no. no. But also sometimes some people. Um, and let it be known, we can run rings around you, shoes or no shoes, coconut or no coconut, mango. We, we juice. you you running in the Jamaican team? Yes, me as well. I'll be cut. That's well. me. <laughs> they sub you in the race then she might have a chance <laughs> uh, yes. you know I'm a fast runner oh she's a fast runner she says yeah I'm a runner I'm a track star but yes Nicki Minaj okay Nicki Minaj yeah that's where I thought you were starting I, I know lay out the blueprint what did what did <sighs> See, the queen she, Bob say she, or is that what she's referred who, to she's another one who's been doing too much talking she's been having as Mick Mill will say, the Twitter As fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you holding your mouth now? Is that no Mick Mills? Yeah, Mick Mill. Mick Mick Mill. <laughs> Mick Mill. I thought you were trying to say Mickey Mouse or something. <laughs> yes, as Mick Mill, right? Mick Mill. Hmm? Meek Mill. Meek Mill. Yeah, Meek Mills. Is that his yeah, Mick Mills? So that's been his name the whole time. So you've been saying Mick Mills this whole time? Possibly. <laughs> yeah, go on. Meek Mills has, has said, he's got the, she's got the Twitter fingers. No, okay. And so she basically, I don't know why the rant started. Do you know why? No. What warranted the rant? No, I think, I, I thought she just posted on Twitter, basically about what you're about to tell us. Yeah, so she just, she posted on Twitter and basically said, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend um, got it and and became infertile. He's, you know, testicles got swollen, whatever, whatever, whatever. And now his wife, well, his girlfriend won't marry him. Okay. So the speculation is... Because he wouldn't get the vaccine or because... No, he got, he got the vaccine. Oh, because he's infertile. Now. And now balls got swollen. Okay. Um, and... His girl called off the wedding. Okay. I think there's a lot to unpack here, yeah. so let's dive straight into the meat and potatoes. After she messes that and she basically 
to cast a lot of judgment on the va- uh, the vaccine. People were calling her out left, right, and center. It was on British news, American news, Trinidad and Tobago's news, and basically in um, Trinidad and T- Tobago they investigated this and they basically found it to be untrue there hasn't been anyone who has come forward to say that they have got this adverse reaction from the the vaccine they've searched high and low and they couldn't find anyone so their only reason for this is to basically they've said that her claims are untrue Mm -hmm. and i think she did make a message to boris johnson yeah so in the in the UK evening news they did the coronavirus briefing and I believe he, he was questioned and the the chief scientist or chief medical officer currently dealing with the pandemic I think Sir Chris Whitty addressed it and basically said the claims are untrue peddling untruths isn't um, in response to Nikki's tweet and Boris also followed up and said that he doesn't know who she is but repeated the same sentiment and said the claims are untrue and this Boris that is and that sparked a whole back and forth between, well, I guess more of just one way. Nikki was sending voice notes um, pretending to be British and basically saying, Are you Boris? Yeah. And, horrible, but yeah. and then she went back and forth with Piers Morgan, I believe, on similar to a similar um, extent. extent as well over Twitter. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, she, she made top news because of it, I guess. Because I think during a time like this, the claim that it was the cousin's friend, it could like possibly be true, but it's just because I guess it was a large following, and they were. Yes, like, she has a very large following. Yeah, so she, she has a large she she has a large following, but so they were like, unless you're sure this is true, like don't peddle misinformation at this yeah. time because the vaccines are saving the lives is what they are saying, yeah, one of the and. Things. People are saying, well, everyone has a right to share their story, and which is true as well. Yeah. But it's just that the story, I guess, couldn't be verified. Yeah. So it just seemed like a just and a story a, and out there. And, and she was saying to like, the prime is it prime minister in Trinidad and Tobago? Is it prime yeah. minister? They they can't verify this because they they can't find anyone. And she she just um or she recently afterwards also said that they were harassing her family. Yes. But. You were the one who put them Mm -hmm. in the spotlight and Mm -hmm. said, this is the thing that's happened with your large following. And in a global health emergency, if this is true, and if this is a thing, people are going to want to know. They're going to want to... Try to get in contact with her. Yeah, if if this is true and this is happening and this is a a genuine concern of the vaccine, it's not going to just be like, oh, yeah, just say it. And then everyone just get on with their day no and, they're and, gonna want to know and the thing is like the, the reason why i bring up fox news is because they're actually using what she said as a reason why people shouldn't get it they're like see yeah. look at this this is what could happen and it's like okay unless you are and and, and i get, don't want to say oh yeah it's completely untrue but just from the evidence that we've been given so far from trinidad and tobago um, and what they've said is there's there's no verification for this and unless and then unless you can get her cousin to come out and her cousin friend to come out and be like actually guys you know this did happen because the speculation right now is that possibly you could have got std he was cheating 
and or possibly could just have been a totally made up thing totally made up or possibly could be true Mm -hmm. but it's just that like when you're saying these things especially in the a a climate like this Mm -hmm. it's like if if you're not sure for sure if you can't really prove it then you don't have you can't back it up especially if you're following yeah it's like she she i think she knew what she was doing when she was posting it and she basically the the sentiment was people do your research before the vaccines before you get a vaccine and i get which it which is fine and there's skepticism and i i understand skepticism with with the vaccine but you also have to look at the 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 risk benefit not just for yourself but for the people around you yeah. and for ending the pandemic that pu everyone has been screaming that they want to be free yeah but they're not willing to take the steps necessary to be free mm-hmm. so I think a, a lot of people just need to do some self-evaluation and really think first. Yeah, I do want to mention that she did later on go on to say, like with, with her first set of tweets, she did later on go on to say, um, she was responded to someone. So she said, I know, babes, a lot of countries won't let people without a vaccine. Um, she's talking about someone going to work. So the person was required to get a vaccine to go back to her job. So she's saying a lot of countries won't let people work without the vaccine. I definitely recommend they get the vaccine. They have to feed their family. I'm sure I'll be vaccinated as well because I go on tour, etc. So she said afterwards that she probably will get the vaccine. But I think the damage has already been done by that point and she's already like cast so much doubt on people's minds i don't think it it was wrong of her to tweet it's just that if you're going to tweet and if you're not sure if it's true or it can't be verified or when they when people are contacting to verify you're going to get defensive about it you're making it seem like you're lying yeah or making it seem like the, the the story is not adding up yeah and if the sentiment is just you want to say people please do your research and Mm -hmm. and thing fine but also do your research yourself yeah and it's sometimes i think a lot of the knee-jerk response is out of fear which is understandable mm-hmm. but when when the people are questioned on it they don't really know why they are so against the thing that they say and also i guess the other argument which people are saying the the barbs are saying that everyone's entitled to their own opinion this is and true. you are entitled to your own opinion but she's an influencer and when you when you have such a big platform, you can't just be saying any any silly thing because people, believe it or not, take what these influencers say as word. They don't yeah. do their research on it, and you know they they react on these yeah. silly things. So you know they and the same applies to even if you have ten followers, still don't peddle on truths. But when you have a larger following, it has more of an impact and yeah. you need to more with more power comes more responsibility mm-hmm. it's the same way boris johnson can't just be saying any well yeah you know, well look at what trump shouldn't. was doing yes yeah exactly and i'm sure like the <clears throat> the negative impacts of like things like this and these isolated incidences are not even isolated because it's quite widespread at the moment misinformation can't be quantified in terms of the damage that has been done mm-hmm. but there there is damage that is caused I'm by sure. like i'm sure that one tweet that took her like what two minutes to type has changed the minds of so many yeah and i think people aren't thinking necessarily or they're not really equipped with the research that they're claiming others should do before like just tweeting yeah i think i could go on this for ages but i did come across something else called the activist Yes. 
Have you heard of The Activist? No, I haven't. Well, The Activist was meant to be this game show mm-hmm. where it essentially, uh, it was a challenge show for people involved in health, education and environmental issues to win a place at the G20 summit. So okay. to like make an impact in the activism. Okay. And I guess the judges on the show or the celebrity talent was going to be Usher, um, Priyanka Chopra. Okay. She is Alex from the FBI show. Okay. And another woman yeah quantico and she and then another woman julian hugh i wasn't too sure who she was and but she is a celebrity as well Mm -hmm. and basically they would be judging these activists in their duties and awarding them and deciding where the money would be awarded Mm -hmm. and what was your immediate like response to to that or do you have any feelings well they don't really seem like policy kind of people that that was I guess some people's first response. When I first heard about the show, I was like, "Does this is this, this really is need serious? to be like a game show? Like people are like protesting for better conditions, and they're turning it into like a a reality oh. challenge show. Like, oh, like this is Britain's Got Talent. Come and show your best activism skills." Yeah, but Usher, Usher's a singer. Like, what what does he have to do with? I think even does if he it do was things in the background. I'm, No, but I'm saying, like, how does someone who doesn't even, like, connect with that side judge someone for that side? No, I I understand that. And I think even before that, you get to that point, even if they had, I guess, I'm not sure what their their backgrounds are and what they do on the side. I'm sure they do things in the background. But even still, even if you have people who are heavily involved in activism, I think the issue was turning activism into, like, a a game, game show yeah. and someone did one i think a celebrity actually did bring up the the point jamila jamil she said couldn't they just give the money it's going to take to pay the unbelievably expensive talent the celebrities yeah to the activists instead of making a game show paying celebrities to judge them and then giving them some small cash prize to yeah, do what I, they're I guess they're do. just trying to find another show to to have but, yeah, and it just seemed like I'm guessing when they actually made the show, there was intention to make a good show and yeah. that it would be helpful. But I think sometimes it just lacked that one person in that boardroom when they're creating it to say, actually, yeah, I, I don't think this is. Sense. Yeah, I don't think this is something that needs to be a game show. Yeah, like game. This isn't something that we should be playing around with. And I think that's why she got the backlash. And Priyanka Chopra mm-hmm. apologized for it. I'm not sure about the other two, but I think it was just poor choice. And I think. In like this day and age, not even with them aside, I think celebrities and quote unquote influencers don't know how to. Some of them don't know how to go about their day and just do things mm-hmm. without the need to share it on, like yes, like or make content out of it. I, I guess, and that's that's similar and, to what we were saying with Nikki and Chikari. Like they just do too much. Sometimes it's just better to to have your thoughts in your head and act on it that way you don't always need to tweet it you don't yeah. always need to do a message i, I think go for live. Them, because like the, the the job is not a traditional nine to five or mm-hmm. not traditional hours the the switch off of when i'm working to mm-hmm. when like oh i'm going to this function maybe they wouldn't want me to be videotaping or yeah. maybe they would and like that, when they went to obama i was just about to say yeah when all the celebrities went to obama's birthday party yes. and he, he told them not to like vlog it and i think 
Some of them still did. Yeah, took pictures and stuff like that. And it was just like, this is how you get not invited next time. But do you know what? That is... That is sad to say, but like you see somebody getting hurt, and like what is the first thing you see? First most reaction people is, do? is let's get out record. The phone. No, no one's like let's get out the phone, call the police, like oh let's record it. Yeah. Um, but that does bring me to a question. So I did see a question on Instagram the other day, and <clears throat> this lady, she's obviously getting married, and she was having a debate with her bridal party. And Hit me with it. She was saying that, do you think? that it's wrong to ask your bridal party to change their hairstyle for the wedding. To change their hairstyle? Yes. So so the example that she gave is if somebody had locks to put on a wig, if they had long hair to cut their hair. Okay. If they had like what like a coloured hair to change it to black or something. So I'm I'm gonna say I don't think it's wrong to to like get them uh, like a hairstylist yeah you're, if you're doing it out of your money if you're asking them to be in your wedding i think if you're getting the hairstylist <laughs> for them and you want them to change their hairstyle you should be doing it but there shouldn't be any permanent changes that i definitely that, agree like yeah cover it like if if ever you want everyone to have like this specific do so they all look like twins yeah i, I can understand yeah. that and if they're happy to fine and if they're not then don't be in the bridal party mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's not by force and but any permanent changes me personally i i'm not a bride but i wouldn't feel comfortable asking someone to make a permanent change to their thing just for my one day i agree right talking about social media i saw this question on instagram and this guy was basically suggesting if you marry a woman or a man with no social media then the chances of no divorce goes up what do you think if you marry a woman with no social media, then the chances of, of it, not it, getting a divorce... Basically, the chances of it working goes up to 95% is what oh, you say. Okay, well, that's just a, a number he pulled out of his butt, I'm yeah. But I get the sentiment. <laughs> yeah. And what I think, do you think? I think it depends. I think maybe generally you might find <clears throat> that someone without social media might have less specific social media caused insecurities Mm -hmm. because i think social media can create a certain amount of insecurities in like specific to social media and not to say you can't get insecurities without social media it's just that what do you mean like um insecurity with your body um like with people's lifestyle Mm -hmm. and specifically like watching people put the best day of their life or the best moments of their life on a highlight reel for you to see and think that this is what everyone else is Mm -hmm. doing I think that creates a specific insecurity that is specific to social media. And I think some research just came out to say that teenage teenage girls with social media are more likely to suffer from mental health issues. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think, so I think in that case, yes. Generally, he's right, but the numbers, obviously See, not. See, I, like, I don't agree correct. with the number. I think that was a number that you just, you know, pulled up. Yeah. He just said it. However, but I, I really do ag- agree. I think it's... Because I'm I'm on social media, whereas you're not on social media as much. And I like, I feel like I see the difference. I think I'm on social media quite a bit, but... But in our behaviours? No, no, no. Hold on. I'm on social media quite a bit in comparison to you. But there are also other people who are on social media a lot more than me and take social media a lot more serious than Mm -hmm. me. I I don't really post anything of myself. 
Um, I'm just more of a stalker. Um, <laughs> but I do see like how social media does affect people's life on a day-to-day basis. And especially with me working with younger people, like I can see how serious they really do take it. Like if an influencer of them, you know, Nicki Minaj, for example, post something or tweet something, how like they just take that as word or they take her picture like, wow, like this is how she looks. And now I'm looking up to that person. I want to look like that person or or they've got a YouTube youtuber um, couple that they look up to and they're like oh this is what a relationship should look like or whatever the case may be and nine times out of ten as you said they're only putting up the highlight moments uh, the highlights and they've edited out all the the other things or they've not recorded all the other things but you're comparing it to your life and you're like why does my body look like this yeah and why is my relationship like this yeah and with his statement i think the same applies for even men on social media yeah it's not just to women although i think there are more things targeting women on social media mm-hmm. i think there's just more targeting for women on social media in terms of like the lifestyle the body and stuff like that mm-hmm. and there is for men but i guess in society like you can you can pretty much <laughs> a lot of men can get away with no, not I, having I, that high attainable beauty standard okay and i, and I get that but i think that there's like so here's my thinking right so girls might look at a picture of a a girl another girl let's say let's just give a name kim kardashian they look at a picture of kim kardashian and they're like wow like i want to be like kim kardashian whereas on the guy side they're looking at the picture and like i want a girl like kim oh, kardashian okay. yeah yeah they're and not really looking and and it's not like, and so it's not like they low in their self esteem. Yeah, really, they're not. They're not looking like, at when they look at Ronaldo and a like a nice girl or his girlfriend. They're not looking at Ronaldo like I want to have. So I guess some guys are looking at it like maybe, I really yeah. want to have the physique of Ronaldo. Like, what do I need to do? And maybe liposuction and this. But I think there's less men doing that. They're more looking like, oh, I want that lifestyle. Yeah, I, I want that, that lifestyle. And I think the yeah, I think the impact of social. I just think. Social media is unhealthy. And I think from my Facebook days, I actually, when I kind of dropped off social media is when I started seeing like how competitive it was getting mainly for like likes on like once you post a photo mm-hmm. and like it was it was just becoming this thing like oh has this person you're checking it you it's your birthday and you're seeing who's posted yeah. and like oh that people are posting and I was just like this is like a lot and I, was, I just kind of dropped off it and I was just on like WhatsApp for the longest time. People asked me, you have social media? I'm like, you can get me on WhatsApp. <laughs> and literally until I went to uni, even when I was in uni, I just yeah, downloaded yeah. Snapchat. And then for the even. second time, because I tried it and then I deleted it. Yeah. And then I came back on it. You were forced to download Snapchat. I think. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. And, and then at Instagram, I got what? After uni? Yeah, like after you. Years ago. Yeah, maybe just just before the, the start of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when I got you Instagram. Like a real granddad. And like, I don't use it, and sometimes I catch myself like just going on it for no reason. Yeah, like I I had to delete social media when I was doing my dissertation because your phone, especially social media, is like the biggest distraction. Like sometimes I look back at my like evenings and I'm like what did I do and the only thing I can think of is I was on 
Instagram yeah. for like because you can because now before like when I had when I was doing my dissertation you couldn't do it but now you can like watch like shows on there oh and, like, yeah you've got clips that last like half an hour and you're like before you know it it's like 12 o'clock at night yeah, and you haven't done a damn thing yeah you haven't done a damn thing but being on your phone the whole time and it's like there's like wow a, now there's a, quite a few studies that like I forgot what the numbers are but like the amount of times people just pick up their phone and unlock it to like go on social yeah. media is like some people it's in the high hundreds a yeah. day and your instant reaction is oh mine's not in the, the high hundreds but if they were to like pick a counter of how many times per hour like you might just go look in the thing even for 10 seconds and go off like i think people would surprise themselves yeah, of how many I times probably, they're actually yeah. picking it up but it is it is interesting Have how watched- social media has taken over our lives yeah, and there is a show about it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't watched it. And it's a documentary it's about... Too busy on Instagram. But it's um by people who work for, like, these companies, Instagram, Google, Facebook, and they are saying, like, how they have developed the apps and how they framed it to grab more of your attention mm-hmm. and, like, what the intent behind um, to making the Instagram feed is, why it's laid out like this, what, like, how it started. Mm-hmm. And some of them, like, the ones on the program are basically being, like, they left the company because they kind of regretted, like, the impact it's having mm-hmm. and people aren't even realising. There's people sitting in an office whose day is to just be, like, we need to steal as much of their time as possible. Yeah. And the subliminal control that they're having over you just by having a phone in your hand. And so I think it's just good to take a break. I think it brings a lot of stress, especially to young people. It does. It brings a lot of stress and it really paints a, a lifestyle that most people are not going to live. And most people do not live on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But, but it but makes most, it... But then... Do you think that it's putting like especially the young girls in compromising situation because they they're now want they're now thinking oh yeah I want a guy who you know has a six figure job who drives and da 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 but they're not in the environment to find a guy who has that or they you know they want to wear Gucci this Gucci that Gucci everything yeah. and they can barely afford to buy milk yeah no this is this is I think I think you're right. It does make people do things they wouldn't necessarily do and make people try and get things that they they shouldn't. It mixes up their priorities. Yes. And I do agree with that. But there are some good sides of social media, I would say. Like it it has brought like it's connected the world together. Mm-hmm. And this this week I was this wasn't even on the docket. I did see that the person responsible for it said popularizing the home computer. I never knew. Mm-hmm. And he also created the pocket calculator he died sir clive sinclair Mm -hmm. and i guess and this is one of the people who made this popular now there wasn't as much coverage of this thing that we are all using in our house like one one yeah one of the i guess pioneers or one of the people who popularized it or not i'm not sure who specifically invented it but a big name in the industry i guess uh, passed away at age 81 i believe so yeah rest in peace uh, What's but his name? Sir Clive Sinclair. He's a British inventor. And I hate to sound ridiculous, but I don't know who that man I, is. I, no, I didn't. I didn't Sorry know. I didn't. I didn't know who he is. But I think his work or part of his contribution has had an impact on like more people than most people generally have an impact on. Mm. And the fact that we're speaking into a computer right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And also, what I was going to say was, 
I don't feel like there's inventors, like they don't call people inventors anymore. Like I feel like back in the day, like, oh yeah, there was this guy, yeah, Joe Smith, yeah, he's an inventor. No, because are they inventing stuff now or are they just adapting to what yeah, we have? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, they, I feel like they used to describe people like, oh, what was his job? Oh yeah, he's an inventor. Yeah, because like we've got most things now, they're just like adapting and making yeah. it better. But I think that was a cool cool job role like oh yeah, yeah i'm an inventor now we've invented stuff ah, we i guess invent when, when we invent new stuff there'll be an inventor but until then no we're just an adapter. <laughs> fair enough well i think that's been it and that's been us thanks for listening to, to the gift of the gab episode 66 don't forget to like comment and subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend ciao